Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. My brand new book, Midwife Pip's Guide to a Positive Birth is now available. So much more than a book, this is a guide that allows me to hold your hand through your birth preparation journey. With over a decade of experience and knowledge packed in to ensure you really are empowered in the way you deserve to achieve a positive birth, regardless of the twists and turns that crop up. Make sure that you get your hands on Midwife Pip's Guide to a Positive Birth Book now and are empowered to have the birth experience that you deserve. Welcome to the Midwife Pit Podcast Bite Size, the home of all things pregnancy, birth, and motherhood. This week, I'm sharing with you some golden moments and nuggets of information that will change your pregnancy, birth, or postpartum journey for the better. You'll find the full episode linked in the description, but for now, Wherever you are, let's dive into some short but transformative chat. Today's clip is from episode 46 with expert Tessa Vandervoord, chatting mental health during pregnancy. In this clip, we discuss the realities of mental well-being, what support is available, and how you can help manage common mental health conditions during pregnancy grown up in a world where um, pregnancy is something to be celebrated and and you see these pictures in the media of sort of glowing mothers and they're rubbing their bumps and they look really happy and really healthy but when you when you come when it comes down to it actually I've always been taught that first of all around 50% of pregnancies are unplanned so often people have that to tackle that to get their head around first of all um the second thing is actually that's that's not it's not commonly um it's not common that someone's feeling 100% brilliant <laughs> throughout their whole, whole pregnancy you know their body is going through such a massive change um and feeling very tired not a- able to sleep or 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 eat um sometimes you know in, in the way they they want to be um that has a big um knock on effect too but i think what's important to think about too is even those pregnancies that are planned and longed for and and perhaps someone who's been on a very long journey already to get pregnant they i i've seen lots of people who feel incredibly guilty for them not feeling happy when they're pregnant and actually um you know for something that's so longed for it doesn't equate to then feeling joyous and happy once you are finally pregnant. You know, anyway, if you look at it for, at what it is, you're gonna you're gonna feel extremely anxious and stressed, and you just want to get to the end. You want to get to the end. Um, say the end product. You you know the baby at the end because that is what you've been wanting yeah. for such a long time and 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 working towards for such a long time. So actually it compounds lots of feelings of guilt and, and inadequacy and, and, and things like that and and people feel incredibly guilty for having those negative feelings when they should be feeling happy and joyous and um, so I think 
I think there's been a lot of work though. There's been a lot of work to try and um, normalize how people truly feel in, in pregnancy. There's lots of people out there who are um, helping to, to get that message across. And I think we are getting much better at it, but um, yeah, I think going, going forward, I think being, being realistic about the situation and, and, and how, how you feel, it's not, it's not always gonna be, you know, it's such a big life change, such a big life event. And then with any, with any big life event that you have, um, you know, there's always stresses and, and, and things that come along with it, whether it be, you know, buying a house or, or getting married or, you know, those big life events that we always think about and talk about. And we always talk about the stresses that come along with it. But we don't talk that way about pregnancy and having a baby, which is really strange, isn't it? But um, and equally having a change in your mental state as well when you're pregnant is probably the most common thing that happens in pregnancy in comparison to other things we we talk quite freely about, like, you know, if we have, um, I don't know, bleeding in our pregnancy or we have a bit of high blood pressure or we develop diabetes, you know, all these things just happen in conversation, don't they? And we talk about them quite freely, but why don't we talk about when there's been a change in our emotional state more, more freely? Uh, I don't know the answer. I've been working on that for quite a long time, but I think we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Yeah, that's a good point. I've never thought of it in, in the same context as like you say, like common pregnancy complications that women will quite happily chat about. But yeah, you're right. It's one of those things, isn't it? We just need to smash that taboo and really lift, lift the lid and, and get discussing it as much as possible and normalize it so that women feel, feel more comfortable talking about it as well. Yeah. We mentioned um, at the beginning, Tessa, you mentioned that through your service, one of the things that you are seeing is women who have a fear of childbirth or tocophobia, as we sometimes call it as midwives. Have you seen big links between this and kind of mental health for women? Because certainly as a, as a midwife, I practice on a labor ward setting. It's something I definitely seen rises in is that kind of real fear of birth um, and tocophobia in women. Yeah, definitely. I think they're two, I would probably think, I would probably say that they are two different things as well I think fear of birth is very general and many of us have that already and I think that can be boiled down to what we know about labour and birth prior to being pregnant so what we've grown up watching listening to Mm. reading to what 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 our perception of labour and birth is and I don't know about you Pip but when I think back to my sex ed (laughs) you know (laughs) you know classes at school um watching a very dodgy video of someone um uh giving birth and it, it could be you know quite chaotic and 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 quite and probably quite disturbing for for lots of people certainly if you're a 10 year old or however, however yeah <laughs> um you know that's that's most people's perception of what birth is and we know that birth isn't always like that um, I mean the media has not helped has it it really yeah. it's coached us to believe birth to be this awful fearful horrendous thing so it's no wonder so many women have this kind of underlying fear 
Exactly. And I think I heard something quite funny once that um, that, that popular Channel 4 programme that, that <laughs> um, uh, you know, if, if that, you know, production companies obviously have to make a programs about labor and birth they've got to make it exciting and engaging and, and keep people's attention if if this person that made me laugh if you actually filmed the whole thing for what it was it would be a really boring program It'd be a really boring program yeah if you follow someone's induction you know they're like two or three day induction of labor no one would be tuning in <laughs> yeah definitely but um so yeah i think fear of birth i think a lot of that is down to what what we know so good education is 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 a big thing when it comes to to fear of birth and i think a lot of um myths can be busted uh, around labor and, and birth and the normal physiology and and learning about the normal physiology of labor and birth is so powerful as well and you know there's lots that we don't know you know i know it and you know it as midwives but the general population don't know about the amazing um things that our, our body does throughout pregnancy and, and during birth so um i think good education is is a must i hope you enjoyed this bite-sized clip and why not go ahead and share it with others? If you want more, go back and listen to the full episode linked in the description. Before you go, please can you do one more thing? Make sure you've hit that subscribe button as it helps me and the podcast reach out to and support even more women with crucial, expert and reliable information through the podcast.